The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The Sports Yak Podcast is powered by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic events are available at und.com slash buy tickets. Also by Pyramid Equipment. Be prepared this winter season by checking the condition of your snow removal equipment. Pyramid Equipment is a locally owned business in Rolling Prairie, Indiana that sells, services, and installs residential and commercial grade snow plows, parts, and salt spreaders. Pyramid Equipment is your trusted dealer of Meyer and Snow Dog products. Old man winners ready. Are you? Service discount for military, fire, and police available. Call 800-833-2591 or find them on the web at PyramidEquipmentInc.com. And now, here we go, maniacs. From South Bend, Indiana, you know where that's at. I don't. It's Sports Yak with Corey Mann and Chuck Freebie. I'm the booth announcer, Jim Shorts. That's good. Welcome to a holiday edition of Sports Yak. My name's Corey. Chuck and I have the holidays off. We're spending time with family, and then we're back at it come December. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to Sports Yak. Want to give you at least something over the holidays. So how about a revisit with Bethel University basketball coach Steve Draven? We talked to Steve prior to the season starting. What's Steve origin, his history with basketball, where he's been previously coaching-wise, and where he would like to take the pilots next. It's a best-of episode, Sports Yak, featuring Bethel University head coach Steve Draven. <laughs> Folks may remember Steve Draben as quite the basketball player at LaPorte High School, and he went on to Belmont University, had a fine career there as a collegiate player, has now moved around to several places, Stetson, Lipscomb, during an assistant coaching career, and now comes over and takes over the pilot program. Steve, welcome to Sports Jack. 
Great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be at Bethel, um, a, a place that I've known well for you know, my time being at Laporte, and I'd come over here to watch practices, the Rico Swansons, you know, Ryan Bales, Michael Edison to the world, and it was a lot of fun just following the program and, you know, getting to know coaches, players, and that, that kind of thing, and, you know, excited and blessed to be a part of uh, Bethel and, and uh, be, you know, kind of moving that, that seat over. Now, they were still in Goodman Auditorium at that point, right, with Rico yes. and those guys? when I first started going to practice, my dad, who was a high school assistant coach at LaPorte for many years with Coach Joe Otis, um, you know, we'd come over and watch practices in Goodman, you know, Rico Swanson and those guys, and it was a lot of fun. Brand new Camp Center that you get to play in now, but brand new also kind of describes this team that you have this year. You have four returning players. Now, one of them is really good in Travion Cruz, but you've got to kind of assemble things. I imagine it's kind of been a whirlwind since you took the job, hasn't it? It's been pretty crazy. We've been off and running since you know I got the job in late April, just recruiting, 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 phone call after phone call after phone call, and talking to coaches, recruits, you know, visits to campus. I've, I've, I've worn a path over to financial aid and admissions <laughs> this spring and summer, just questions, trying to find out answers. And it's, it's been, in some ways, you know, pretty taxing, but a lot of fun as well, just learning players, learning how we want to do things and, and doing it as a staff together. Mark Prolsgrove, our assist, one of our assistants, Alex Daniel, one of our assistants, and Will Abbott, our graduate assistant have been great just helping me along the way. What's the biggest difference between being an assistant coach at the D1 level and being the head coach of a program at this level? It's funny you asked that a couple of years ago. I, when I was with Casey Alexander, he was uh, the head coach at Stetson for two years. I was with him and then the last six at Lipscomb. I would, I would always, always ask him every year, what do you need from me? What can I do better? How am I doing? You know, Just give me some constructive criticism and what are your kind of career aspirations? I said, I'd like to be head coach someday and you know, how can I get there? How can I prepare myself? And one of the things he mentioned was decisions. You know, any decision that I make or that we make, just think about how you would do it, you know. So that's kind of my preparation the last few years, just trying to, how would I do that? You know, what would I do here? So really just decisions. Decisions on how to, how to plan a practice. Decisions on how to do a recruiting visit. Decisions on how to handle certain behavior issues or, or academic issues. So Really just decisions, you know, trying to make the best decisions for our for our program. Other than taking the job, what's the biggest decision you've had to make so far? I think staff, you know, choosing your staff. That's that's huge. You know, you choose somebody that doesn't fit you or doesn't fit the program. That's going to set you back. So, and I've been extremely blessed to have the assistants that we have. You know, Mark Polsgrove, Alex Daniel, and, and Will Abbott. You know, Alex Daniel, Will Abbott. Will was a... Uh, um, a student at Bethel, just graduated last May. He's a GA, will be here for two years. So he kind of knows the ins and outs of Bethel. Alex Daniel's been here for six years. Very similar, you know, knows NAIA, knows Bethel, kind of helped kind of bridge the gap for me. And then Mark Prosgrove, just with his experience that he's had in other places, App- Appalachian State, Gardner-Webb, Lise McCray. Um, his, de- his father is a college coach, has been a college coach for, gosh, 20, 25 years. Actually coached with his father about 12 years ago. Mark was about 13 years old, still looks about the same. But. <laughs> so just your staff, and they, they make me look better. They're proactive. They do things sometimes before I even ask them to do it. So they've been, they've been phenomenal. So really staff, probably the best decisions I, I've made. Two-part question, Coach. Yeah. What kind of head coach do you want to be to these kids? And what kind of culture do you want this team to be and have locker room on the floor? What, what, are, you, what yeah. are you hoping for? Two-part. Great question. A question I had in my interview several times, uh, several different people. Um, for me, I want to love our guys. I want to be a father figure to them, want to be a mentor to them. 
Um, I want them to know that I'm I'm going to love them, care for them, serve them well on and off the floor. You know, they're not just basketball players to me. They're people. I want the door to be open at all times if they ever need me for anything or our staff. So I want that for our players. You know, I want to have that relationship with them to where they can come for me for for anything, even some tough subjects. And one of those things where down the road, I want to I want to see them, you know, grow up to be great husbands, great fathers, great community members, great in the workforce, those kind of things. So a lot of times you don't kind of see those fruits of your labor until five, 10, sometimes 20 years down the road, but want to know that I'm here for them. And then just the culture, you know, I just want to be a program that not only represents Bethel well, Bethel University well, but enhances Bethel University. You want to be a part of the community, um, it's not Bethel men's basketball, here's us, you know, we're above others, you know, we're a part of it. We're a community. We want to spur each other on other sports, other uh, events on campus. You know, got a lot of great, you know, opportunities and, and programs on campus from theater to choir, to a lot of different things. And just want to be a part of it, want to you know, represent, you know, Bethel in a first class way, want to be good stewards, uh, want to be, you know, faithful it's a Christ-centered place. And our guys are on all different paths of, of the journey, just want to help them where they're at help them grow in that area and want them to help others grow in that area as well. Your last name is Draven. It's not Lightfoot. And that seems very strange on the Bethel sideline after all these years. Have you talked to Mike at all? And if so, what kind of advice has he given you? That's interesting. My my cousin, when I got the job, uh, Nick Myrick, I don't know if you remember Nick, he played at Portage. Okay. With Jake Parker, who's a year behind me. When I got the job, he called me, he goes, who's the last coach at Bethel not named Lightfoot. Homer Drew. You, yeah, you got that right away. I figured that was who it was. I don't know if there's somebody in between uh, him and Coach Lightfoot, but um, so I thought that was pretty good. Homer Homer Drew was the last coach not named Lightfoot, but yeah, I, I and he a, did okay for him. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's, he did, had a pretty good career coaching wise. I actually reached out to Homer as well. He was great to talk with, just advice and whatnot, and, and Mike as well. What kind of advice did they give you? Yeah, Mike. You know, talking with him about the job even before. Um, I interviewed, just kind of asking advice and you know opinions and thoughts, and he he said a couple things, two or three things um, that I thought were really good, really helpful for the interview. Just it's a Bethel; they want somebody that's a kind of a pastor coach, mm-hmm. um, somebody that Sean Horkgren, who's kind of oversees vice president of, of um, students over there, kind of oversees the athletic department. He mentioned it. we don't have a chaplain on campus, you know, and the reason we don't is because we want our professors, our coaches, our administration, we want them to be chaplains of their team. Um, so that was a big one, having kind of that faith background, just being entrenched in the Word and just being a you know kind of a mentor for these players spiritually. You know, just getting students involved, getting community members involved. You know, it's affiliated with the missionary church. Just being out there in the community, I think, is big. Mike was phenomenal at that, just getting to know a lot of people and people knowing him and just helping support the program not only financially, but just being around and um, those kind of things. We have a host family kind of program that I th- I've never been a part of before. I think is it's been great. I think they've done it for 12 years or so. So we actually had a meeting the other night. So basically every player on our roster has kind of a host family that kind of adopts them. You know, they can do as little as just come to games or, you know, have care packages after games, take them out to dinner after a game. We have four international players, two from Serbia, one from United Kingdom, one from uh, Jamaica. A lot of times, those guys obviously those guys can't go home, you know, during the year, so they might have them over for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Sure. So just yeah, be a pastor, coach, uh, be a part of the community, and just you know represent yourself well, and and uh, just be a mentor for these players. 
Boy, the recruiting budget must be pretty good if he's getting kids from Serbia and <laughs> You're Jamaica. going to Serbia. Yeah. Nice to how, to go over there. how do you find those people? Yeah, we did not go over to Serbia. Alex Daniel had a couple contacts of guys that he knew that had been over there, so I guess they were kind of mediators for us. We did not go over to Serbia or United Kingdom <laughs> or Jamaica. That, Jamaica would have been pretty cool. Maybe we need to try to make a trip over there, but... Um, just kind of had contact of a guy that, that went over there and just kind of knew some of those players overseas. We watched them on film, those kind of things. Actually, three of the four had been here in the States. Um, two guys were junior college players, um, one in Illinois, one in uh, Ohio. So they had been in the States for two years. The, we have two freshmen. One played at a prep school in uh, Arkansas. So we really only had one that coming straight from uh, from overseas. So. So, yeah, just connections. In my 12, 13 years of coaching, I had not one time even recruited an inter- international guy. Now we got four in two and a half months. So. Wow. You see what you have when you get here. Do you go look at film? Do you go, all right, guys, five on five, full speed. So you see what you have. How have you found out what you're working with? Film. What do you like so far? Effort. I think okay. our guys play with good effort. I think our guys play together. They want to win. They want to compete. They want to do well. So that's a great start. You know, guys that, that want to do well. Effort's been good. Does faith come up in a Bethel University visit? Or is it just assumed because, well, it's a Christian college. We kind of know. Or are you are you poking and prodding with that? Great question. It definitely does. Okay. Our, our, our recruiting philosophy is we want, obviously we want players that fit us and fit how we play, fit our culture. But even more important than that, um, we want to fit those student athletes so that if they come to Bethel, they know what they're getting into. There's sure. no surprises. You know, there's over 800, seven, 800 transfers a year, in NCAA division one. And I know at Belmont, I was fortunate to play for a coach that had similar philosophy and recruiting guys that fit the style, fit the school. You know, I had a transfer my junior year, 2003, a guy transfer out. Belmont did not have a transfer for 13 years. It's just unheard of. Lipscomb, we had one transfer in six years. So it's critical for us to make sure those student, those recruits know who we are, know what Bethel's about. We're a faith-driven school. It's a, it's a part of our fabric. You're going to go to chapel three times a week. You know, we're going to pray with you, pray individually, pray as a team. So it's critical that they, I want them to know that. If it's something that... Here's what's coming. Yeah. If it's something that they want, great. If it's something that they don't, you know, we want them to know that. And it's one of those things, there's, it's, Bethel is a great environment in that. It's, it's a ministry. You know, we don't have to recruit, you know, all Christians who have been brought up in the faith. And, right. you know, we want to help student athletes where they're at and help them grow in that journey, you know, whether they're Christian or not. But they need to know that, hey, it's a part of who we are. What's your faith journey like? My faith journey is I grew up in a, in a Catholic environment, uh, had grandparents and parents that were, uh, you know, took the initiative to, to get us to church on Sunday mornings and to uh, pray before meals and to talk about who Jesus is and the gospel and and what it means. So that was a huge start for me, a great, great start for me. Um, really became my own, really, in high school. Had uh, some great mentors. I was fortunate. You know, the Ben Tonigals, the Greg Tonigals, those guys, you know, Greg was two years older than me. Ben was three years, you know, going to FCA with those guys and just seeing those guys model what it means to be a man of faith. And, you know, again, not perfect. You know, we're, we're all broken people and sinful by nature, but, you know, that's why we need a higher being. Uh, and then through college, you know, Belmont was a Christian school and had a lot of mentors there, teammates, coaches that helped build into me as a, as a man of faith. And as I met my wife, kind of, that was another step for me in that um, kind of moved away from the, 
from the Catholic Church and kind of went non-denominational right with her. Um, wanted to go to the same church and bring up our family in the same kind of environment. And, you know, was baptized as a as a mature adult Christian at the church we went to, which was um, just another step. Doesn't save me, but it just kind of was a line in the sand, you know, mark in the sand. This is who I am, kind of professing my faith publicly. And then, you know, in the past, you know, 10 or 12 years, just as a coach, you know, taking steps each year to try, try to try to grow as a leader, try to grow as a faith-driven man and, and uh, to, to build into the players and help them grow. Where do wins and losses fit into the program? It's important. It matters. We talk to our guys, hey, winning isn't everything, but making the effort to win is. You know, and that's what I want from our guys. I, I want to focus on, we talk a lot about the process um, over the outcome. We focus on the outcome. We're not going to we're not going to get the outcome we want. We have to focus on the process to get the outcomes that we want. You know, if you focus on results, you'll never change. If you focus on change, you'll most likely get the results that you want. So, and for me, it's just, it's process over outcome. It's growth mindset. Just trying to get better every day. I thought last year at Lipscomb, try not to talk too much about Lipscomb with our team, but, you know, we played 37 games last year. Um, we won 29 of them. Out of the eight losses we had, only one time did we lose to a team that we probably shouldn't have lost to. So out of 37 games, that's pretty good. And I think a huge part of that was we just had a coach in Casey Alexander that just got our guys ready to play every day, practice. They were ready in film. They were ready in weights. They were ready in whatever. We just maximized each day. Um, I thought very best season I've probably ever been a part of, of, of a group of guys that just maximized every day and got better every day. So that's kind of what we're trying to do here, just have that growth mindset. And just try to maximize our day to day. Let's have a great practice. Let's focus. Let's concentrate. Let's have the, the let's do the things that we can control, and then one and zero will take care of itself. Now that you're here, I'm telling you, I'll, I'll tell you this. This is unsolicited advice from Uncle Chuck. The more local kids you get, the more fans you'll have in the stands, sure. and the more interest you'll generate. For sure. And I think there's some pretty decent talent in the circle that is michiana for sure definitely that's number you know we want to we want to go local first you know we want to get to you know get to the local high schools and players and and get them here we had i think one year at lipscomb two three years ago we had six or seven local guys um and like you said it generated more fans and well and and you talked about those bethel teams that you saw as a kid yeah I mean, Rico was a local yeah. kid. Edison was a local kid. Uh, William Walker. William Walker, Hershberger, all yeah. all those kids. Jody Martinez. Yep. I mean, the local talent has really been good to Bethel over the years. For sure. We're going to definitely hit that up hard. Thanks for listening. Take in a Bethel University basketball game if you're in Mishawaka. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We will see you in December. Everybody get out of here. There's a lobster loose. Oh, holy cow, he's loose. You've been listening to Sports Yak, brought to you by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the Fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic events available at und.com slash buy tickets. And by Pyramid Equipment. Think Pyramid Equipment for your snowplow needs, sales, services, and installations of residential and commercial-grade snowplows, parts, and salt spreaders. Pyramid offers military, police, and firemen's discounts. Find us, PyramidEquipmentInc.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.